Welcome everyone to the third episode of All Things Irrelevant, where we talk about movies, TV shows, video games, pretty much anything that's irrelevant. I'm Nick, also known as Cosmic Crusader, and my co-host, as always, is Joe, also known as the Internet Hypocrite. Joe, how are you doing today, mate? I'm good. I'm very good. I um, had a week off work, just oh. chilling. Been, it's been pretty nice. I've, the weather's been terrible, so I'm, I've stayed in. I'm, 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 uh, I'm jealous of the week off work, I have to be honest. Well, it, it was company mandated, because I'd been working like five months without stopping and they're like joe a company take, take a off. company mandated holiday that sounds perfect i was I to, sent by my company my... to cambridge <laughs> which is not still, great ooh, it's still oh yeah we tried to record but you couldn't we did yes um, it was a massive failure it was um, awful yeah i uh, i my, my company it came out of my annual leave i didn't get it for free but it was like yeah joe yeah. just take some time off take some Otherwise, holiday it's gonna be november and you're gonna really wish you took time off get out of the office they just didn't want you there, mate. That's what it is. Just wanted, me. To, just wanted to get rid of you for a week. I'm very successful. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at all. <laughs> so, after, uh, so today, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about, or we want to talk about, what we spoke about briefly in uh, episode two was video game to movie adaptations and vice versa. So, I... I'm going to throw the floor or throw the mic over to to you Joe for this because Ooh, I have no, to admit no news today no, I have no to admit about... no because I have to admit I've done no research into today's topic and I've done no no news research <laughs> research this week either so you're just going to have to deal with that well Pretty I've much. got a little bit of news it's not you've got news just, go on then it's more of a an addendum to last week okay uh, last episode basically uh, i said about you know uh, xbox game pass yes hadn't come out and i was looking forward to the pricing on it and it was came that out stadia stadia no 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 well, i said about the xbox game Pass. oh right okay uh which i thought was a really cool idea mm. but i thought is it going to be like a tenner a month and i'm not going to pay that and it yeah. came out yeah um just after recording and it was a pound for the first month and 3.99 a month for pc users pound for the first month so right. you get people to try it yeah and i've been playing forza horizon 4 which is actually insane now you'll have to it. now you'll have to forgive me here is that a driving game it is and you'd never right. play it no i would never but, play it <laughs> um, <laughs> no, i would never play a driving game the, uh, yeah so uh there's one scene where you race the flying scotsman the, the, pl- the train the train and it is what? you go through the tunnel with it <laughs> And it is literally, it is sound is just amazing. That sounds honestly mental. really good. That sounds proper mental. <laughs> so I've been blitzing that. So that's been my little bit of news. Is that I not not being paid by Xbox, obviously, because you know they don't. Do you just know hit who a guitar are. then? I just hit, I just hit my mic and it has a spring on it, so it might have been the spring. It my sounded like you just that. just strummed a. Um, I mean, I can, I can an... just. <laughs> An unamplified guitar. guitar. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this comes through. Let me try it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, it could do it. So, so basically, what you're saying is that people should go and check out um, Xbox Game Pass. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, at least for a month. Okay. Because at least like, for a month. These are the sort of games that come out constantly, and people constantly upgrade to. So, I the concept of ownership of a game. Well, mm. that's a topic for another time. But the yeah. concept of ownership of video games is changing, and I yeah. think I've got. That's a really interesting topic to touch on. So. Well, it links onto uh, like it links onto uh, Stardia, what we spoke about 
last last time as well, doesn't it? And that whole yeah streaming so I games. Think, and, I think and next renting week would be a really a really cool concept to talk about the future of where gaming is going, new the games, the service, that games. sort of stuff. Okay, yeah, cool, sounds I good to me. That would be. I'd like to touch on that. But today, going back to what you I said, I bet you would. Uh, <laughs> going back to what we talked about just a moment ago. Yes, uh, video game so, to movie adaptations and vice I mean, versa. <clears throat> I'm dying again. Oh, right. Um Yeah, basically speaking, uh, the topic is pretty self-explanatory. We're going to talk Has about been a good, some a good... proper rubbish adaptations. I have got a good adaptation, which everybody in the gaming sphere will know, but we'll go through that in a moment. Okay. So, first of all... Okay video game let's do video game to movie because that's always game to an movie. absolute okay. <laughs> terrible that's, that's train idea. Wreck. yeah <laughs> although i do actually stand up for a few oh, there God. are a few i will stand up oh, for and no. you will not agree with them i already um, don't agree with them and i don't even so know what they your, are what's your initial thoughts though? what's your initial thoughts terrible it's all just terrible no i think it can be done but i don't think it should be direct adaptations because clearly they don't work they need to be they need to be adaptations within that universe like um detective pikachu like the new film that's out mm. it's it's not a direct like uh, adaptation of a video game story or anything like that it's just set in that world it's like you know they try and make max Payne or whatever that's a terrible one oh, they try and make assassin's creed that's also a terrible one i just don't think i just don't think the stories in video games translate well enough into into movies into the format of format of a film they because you're trying to take a, a 12 hour game maybe or a six hour plus game and you're trying to cram it into a two hour film format it just doesn't work you've got to you've you end up dropping too much you end up dropping too little you end up with just a mess of a plot um and that's just what happens in all of them i mean look at or you get studios that don't understand the whole you know concept of the game classic example is super mario brothers the film with danny devito and um mm -hmm. the, whoever what's his what's his face the guy from uh, romeo and juliet <laughs> how do yeah, i know I he's in, how do i know he's in romeo and juliet um it's just terrible it's it's, it's awful they go to they, they go to some like weird dimension where dinosaurs have or where dinosaurs rule the world what makes no sense so I, I just don't think it i just don't think it works it's two different mediums it's like trying to it's like trying to get a sculptor to paint or something like that you know it just doesn't work i that's my thought don't a hundred percent agree i mean yeah the, you can okay. pick out thousands of options where it's been done poorly hmm. and there are a very few where films to um film where game to film yeah has worked to a degree yeah i think obviously your biggest point there is you know condensing a story down into xyz mm. into an hour and a half tv shows would probably work better the castlevania thing on netflix i didn't watch it because i'm not really a castlevania it's pretty good fan. it's pretty and good the witcher one that's going to be done which might oh, work that looks terrible <laughs> from, from, the, from, work. from the onset stills i've seen it looks terrible <laughs> i have to admit. so let's so Max Payne was okay. complete destruction. I yes. mean, they couldn't have got that any more wrong. That's I think I think Max Payne is a is a prime example of not understanding the 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 IP and not understanding the world that you're in. Um, 
I mean, the thing is, it's a shooty shooty bang bang. It's not really yeah exactly that in depth. But it's deliberately, it's it's written to be hilariously. I mean, Keanu Reeves would have played it perfectly, but mm. it, it's now I don't know. But then I, I I was screaming for it to be him. Like when they were looking at the Uncharted film and they thought Nathan Fillion, I was mm. like, yeah. But then of course they took years to bring it out, so Nathan Fillion. Yeah. It's a bit too old now. It's too old now, uh, yeah. And they got Tom Holland, I think. Yeah, Tom Holland's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which could work. I don't. It, yeah, it don't could know. well. It could well. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't think it works if you if you try and transplant a story from a game and put it in a movie. Just don't think it works. So my kind of, I really enjoyed it. I know it's a terrible film. What Max Payne? I, no, no, no. I enjoyed the Prince of Persia one. Um, I really like Jake. Okay. I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I think, yes, it was a massive whitewashing of a quite clearly Persian character because the film is called Prince of Persia. But <laughs> yeah. let's be honest, yeah. whitewashing yeah. Hollywood is a conversation that is actually relevant, and I'm not going into it. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, that's not what we talk about here. No, I'm not going into the actual pros and cons of that. Well, the cons of that. There's no pros to it. No, not really. But, um, yeah, um, Jake Gyllenhaal is quite obviously not of Persian. Persian descent. He's not from Iran. Well, I think it's Iran. Oh. Is that right? Is it Iran? Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I think it is. And uh, he's not part of that kind of, you know, lexicon. Yeah, I, I, I don't even. I don't even think that's because I didn't like Prince Persia. I thought it was just a poor movie because I thought it, it was just a poor plot, like. It's it's like, like but it it's was like, a, it was a shut your brain off movie, and at the time yeah. I wanted a shut your brain off movie, yeah. and I watched it and I maybe, actually enjoyed it. Maybe I go in but with not... too high expectations of these films because I love maybe. video games, and maybe I go in with too much expectation. But I think I go into too much expectation with well, not too much expectation, but I go in with pretty high standards. I think with everything, and that's probably a, f- a flaw I of think, mine. Yeah, I think I don't. No, no, I don't think it's a flaw. I think you get out of what you want from your media mm. and if you've been living like reading books and and watching shows that have a deep set of lore like science fiction usually has to yeah you are going to get a warped kind of sense of you watch an arnie film and it is shooty shooty yeah like you're not gonna it's not going to satiate that that need you have mm. but if you go in but when you go into an arnie film you go it's an arnie film so you just kind of let all that go like you know you don't care yeah. that he doesn't reload you don't care that he takes seven thousand bullets to the chest you don't care about that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I get where you're coming from with a, with a, with a beloved kind of IP. You don't want yeah. that to be messed with. Yeah. Having said that, my yeah, actual strongest case, in my opinion, what for the for, for the for the for the for, for a good adaptation, for a good game to film adaptation. <laughs> okay. Only the first one. The second one was a bit. Oh well, no! Here we go. Silent I think. Hill. Oh right, okay. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> What did you say? I was going to say Resident Evil, and I was like, "Mate, I'm going to disown oh, God, no, you." They're awful. And then delete the <laughs> delete the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't watch them for obvious reasons. Silent Hill. How much I love. Uh, uh, Silent love Hill. The I don't, yeah. I, Sonic, yeah. So it had a good atmosphere. Had yeah. a decent enough story. They did encapsulate that, like you know the the um, I mean Tig from uh, Tig from Sons of Anarchy's in it, which was. Who's weird. Tig? I haven't watched Sons of Anarchy. Who's that? He's like he's a nutcase. He's like really weird. He's like one of the biker guys. He's like really, yeah, um, into real debauchery and stuff. 
Oh, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's really. But he wasn't nice in that. In this film was before then. So when I saw Sons of Anarchy, it threw me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I bet. Sean Bean's in it, and he, he, he die. is very briefly. Spoiler. Yes, yes, he's he not in it die. a lot though, is he? No, he's he doesn't die. He's, he doesn't he's, die, but he's... he does go into purgatory. That's the one bit of the film I didn't. It didn't make sense. So a lot of it follows the kind of. They actually made the nurses hilarious. Weird one. The nurses in Silent Hill the film mm. made the nurses in the game better. Yeah. They made yes. them more focal point and like they, they stood under the light and they didn't move unless they felt something they twitch and yeah. That beautiful little thing they changed about the nurses in Silent Hill made them Yeah. So much better in the game. Mm. So that's a strong point that it's actually they've gone, hang on, that that really works. Pyramid Head is Pyramid Head. Oh. I love Pyramid Head. I've just hit my mic again. Sorry. Um but yeah, uh, Premium Head, love him. And he kind of in the second one beca- like became their, use the word, their bitch and like helped them. Protector. Would, protector yeah. would be a better. But there's a bit where he rips, in the first one, he rips off this woman's skin like completely like oh, from her body God. and he, like, he twists it off her and it, yeah, it just works. Just but that's, it's Silent Hill. Dreary. And like, yeah, it's true. it was all kind of, everything was kind of like, oh, this is dreary, this is, this is horrible, this is doesn't feel right and that's mm. what it should be yeah and then like Alyssa was was awesome like you know that yeah the, th- the one they got to play the character was really good <clears throat> i think i think there so. was a lot of love that went into silent hill or, or at least the the film i mean there's there's either a lot of love or the guy who was behind it or, or team i should say not guy team that was behind it actually you know understood and actually you know enjoyed the game themselves um and i think that gave them a good perspective but Silent Hill is Silent Hill did fall foul of of studio interference you know Sean Bean was meant to have a much smaller part but they had to bring him back because the studio wanted more more male character in it so they had to bring a lot of Sean Bean's subplot in that is brought in literally because of the studio you know wanting wanting more Um, the cop in Silent Hill is is in the Walking Dead early season she's the blonde yeah you know, at the farm, and she's like, I can't remember her name. She, she, she betrays at some point. Is she like, the she's... one that goes off with the governor? Yeah, yeah, her. Oh, so... she could not die quick enough in Walking Dead. <laughs> I was yeah. celebrated well, I... when that happened. Walking Dead. Wow, this is really interesting for a, for a zombie film. Second one, and then the third one. The third season, yeah, okay, and then it was just like, yeah, it doesn't care anymore. <laughs> well, well, again, they had the, they had the. Uh, quickly touch on Walking Dead and why I don't like Walking Dead. I don't like Walking Dead because it is very, it's it's entirely focused around mid season and end season finales. Like you could just drop out of the entire season, yep. but just watch the beginning, the middle, and the end, and you would it, not it never, have. It wasn't like that originally, though. Like, no, could, in the first you know, season, it, it wasn't. Sense. Yeah, it was good. But then it became all about finales and mid-seasons and that's literally all it was and i don't like that because i just switch off in between those because nothing happens there's just people walking around talking about how dire the situation is or you know about what they're going to do about rick because he's gone crazy again it's it's, it's just boring it's just really well, boring like, like that's what happened to me though super I boring like half a season and i was like dropping in and out got yeah. to the thing mid-season and then like it was oh it's back to the second part of the season mm. and i just didn't carry it on <clears> because <throat> i was like well i wasn't that keen. who cares yeah exactly and and walking dead suffers from 
suffered and mm. suffers from studio interference in that you know the first season did okay and then they had their budget slashed for the second season that's why it all takes place on in one location and nothing happens because they had like half the budget of the first season or maybe even less wow and then they got even more for the third season and that's how they actually you know go off and do things but yeah I, I just again it's just it's just not very good <laughs> it's just not very it's just not very good i just don't uh, yeah the first the when first season hooked me that, when they transitioned that to no the more. telltale walking dead games they were beloved yeah they were very good they were very very good because there was actually characters you cared about and stories you actually cared about you know but i think I, also walking dead had source material which Yes. It's weird to say that they had source material to make a TV show and suffered from interference. Then when the game was commissioned, they had the source material they could use. Obviously yes. now Telltale have gone under, but that's not that's not because of that game. That's no. because of just not diversifying in any field. But Yes, yes. Just bringing and, out the same thing, isn't it, really? With different... And bad management. Yeah. And also, disgustingly, not paying their staff. But that's, again, relevant. Another topic, to yeah. <laughs> that's relevant. Yes. <clears throat> You've got to pay you your staff. Your... Yes. Yeah, that's, that's totally relevant. <laughs> pay your um, staff. That's good. It's good managerial advice, Joe. I like it. Well, it is the game industry, but again, just in any industry, I feel. <laughs> no, the game industry don't pay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. There's, there's some weird stuff going on in the gaming industry at the moment. Neither like does that. the podcast industry, I find, at the moment. Well, you know, <laughs> Patreon, one day. Yeah, exactly. People are going to start listening first. <clears throat> we might get one listener. And yeah. if you change one person's life. That's true. Good point. Well made. Isn't that good uh, point? That's that's relevant. By yeah. talking completely irrelevant. Yeah, talking talking nonsense. <clears throat> so yeah, I think Okay. Going back so it, so we've um, got we've got some we've got some good we've got some good uh examples. Well I say we've got some good examples. We've got one good example in that we've got Silent Hill. Um we've then got a plethora of bad ones that we've briefly spoke about so like super mario brothers and assassin's creed and oh resident evil resident evil i think could potentially be an episode all on its own where we just talk about each of the resident evil films i mean you can i won't listen no we'd have to sit down and watch them no yes how amazing would that be joe we're doing an episode where we sit down and we watch all the resident evil films and then we then we converse about them no yes continue it's done uh so have you got any more good examples of an adaptation or anything else that you like or from, examples from, again from game to game movie. to movie yes uh, game to movie yeah game to movie i don't <laughs> there's just nothing is there there's no good um, ones there's just nothing mate i'm actually there's... just trying to think of adaptations there's now absolutely i nothing. had loads backed up in my brain and now i just can't think of any there's absolutely um, none that are any good there isn't there isn't any okay well can you think of any movie to game adaptations well there's the obvious winner which i don't even think i have to mention but i will i mean of course Golden you're talking Eye. about iron man oh thank you um no no marvel games uh lego lego movie lego games oh. they usually are good but not my kind of game are they are they though are, are lego games like lego star wars lego marvel and whatever lego dc are they get are they movie to game adaptations 
or are they just no i, I literally meant the lego movie Did you... oh right <laughs> actual lego movie not not a like not a lego movie i'm talking the lego movie, lego movie. the lego movie yeah, oh, I didn't okay, play the right. game, but I heard it's very good. Um, nah, no, no, but it was Scooby, more a case of the fact that it's just a collectathon. It's good time, yes. I think. Yeah. But anyway, that's not my point. Yeah, no, go on, Goldeneye. sorry. Goldeneye. Goldeneye is the pinnacle of... Here's a hilariously wacky Bond film, and here's <laughs> yes. a more hilariously wacky game that yes. had ridiculous cheats, had great moments in it. Oh. Very good, James. Do you, um, remember the, do you remember the big head mode? Do I remember the big, <laughs> big head mode? That's a classic, a classic mode, big head mode. <clears throat> Although, I, I went back and played it a couple of years ago. Yeah. And using an actual, uh, you know, N64 controller and everything like an that. actual and, N64? And it was horrible. horrible because it, <laughs> you can't aim and walk at the same time. No, like, you can't. Can, you yeah. had one analog stick. Yes. Now, obviously, when I was a kid, uh, who cares? It didn't matter. Yeah. Now, like you, there's no gun-to-gun moment, so it, it, it's terrible. But <clears throat> when it came out, it was it was, was, good. It was amazing. Fact, it was it, it, it was it actually was Bond films, Bond films that were pretty not good. The games were good. Like uh, mm. Tomorrow Never Dies. There's uh, even World is not enough. Yeah. There's also Nightfire, which was awesome. Like for the Nightfire. driving mechanic. Yeah, Never like, heard that one. It's not a film, but it was a game. And yeah, and then they had the, they had the. Uh, James Bond, like double agent or something. Well, wasn't, were... wasn't, wasn't wasn't there a game called Everything or Nothing? And it was it was it was Pierce Brosnan Bond, and he and it, it it was just literally a game. There was no movie, but it was like it was it was it was a game, but it was like a movie. Do, do you know what I mean? You'd have like um, you'd have like the first mission that related to nothing, and then you'd have like meeting Q and getting all your gadgets and things like that. Yes, you are right. You are correct. I'm gonna have to do a quick. Uh... I've got it here. Ninety-six um, percent of people like this video game. Eighty-four on Metacritic. Seven point one on Gamespot. I mean, I don't really uh, care about stuff. But I remember that. having it, and it was awesome. No, I need to see what, what night fire. Night. I think it's night fire. James yeah, Bond Nightfire. James Bond Nightfire. And that was at 7.9. Yeah, Nightfire was absolutely brilliant. On the PS2, no less. Oh, I remember that. I'll tell you another one. I'll tell you another game. Oh, go on then. That was hard as anything. Yeah. But I absolutely rate it to the top heavens. Yeah, go on. Mission Impossible, the first one. The, the Mission Impossible is... game? I've never played the game. You have to, like, I played the demo a lot and then I got the game and then it was just hard. But. <laughs> the actual, like the demo mission alone, you had to get someone to go in the bathroom by spiking their drink or something, and then use the face maker, wow. the face maker to have their face to go upstairs. Oh, that's to, awesome! Yeah, honestly, it was on PS One. I think. Oh, wow! Yes, but it was, yeah, it was absolutely sensationally good. I love. I yeah. mean, I'm obviously this is nostalgia kicking in, so it might have been a terrible game. Who knows? I mean, it was undoubtedly but, awful. Yes. When I was a kid, you get one game a year. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you, you may play it. Jack and Daxter. I played. Jack, I completed Jack and Daxter 100% on the PS2 mm. three times. 100% before achievements, wow. before it mattered. 100%. Wow. Before it mattered. <laughs> wow. Nowadays, you know, because you couldn't go look at my gamer score. <laughs> yes. <laughs> people, oh, yeah. people get jobs based off their gamer score, don't they? Like, I don't know if they still do. I uh, reckon they probably still do. I mean, if you did a completionist YouTube channel, that might be important. But yeah, 
I mean, like I, uh, I could never do. So I played Guitar Hero two until it, like, until my fingers bled. I love that game. Um, I got eighty or eight hundred and seventy. Still, the only person I know that can play the through is it through the fire and flames. I can't do it. I'm I th- not an expert. I think I just said through the flyer and flames. <laughs> you did. I can't play um, that on expert, but I completed. Well, that was on three as well, uh, and I can't do buckethead jordan that is insane but i have 100 percented a lot of the game but yeah i love percent i love uh i mean they haven't made a good one since Uh, warriors of rock was good but warriors of rock i've never even heard of that i think the last one i played was guitar hero 3 yeah you played it with me yeah probably your mum and dad's house at my mum and dad's house yeah that would have been the last guitar hero i played but didn't didn't they also make like rock band and things like that and what was the dj one they split they split so you got um activision kept uh guitar hero and rock band was made by the people like i don't know if it's psionics or psionics when it makes i don't know right basically they're two separate companies Uh, okay um but they're basically the same yeah, but Rock Band originally was the band. Guitar Hero was just the guitar or bass. Yeah. And then Guitar Hero <clears throat> did World Tour and all that. And that's ah. when they the instruments. Oh, I see. But, yeah, okay. but uh, then Guitar Hero recently brought out a game called Guitar Hero Live. And I was so excited. Literally, was like, you can just download them all Is the it time. That, <clears throat> it, the controller. So I got so used to, you know, there's five buttons on the game yep. on a guitar hero controller yep 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 they added a sixth and i was like that's brilliant I'm oh yeah six buttons that. yeah wait but they put them three at the top three at the bottom oh, so you yeah. only have three fingers and it really wound me up because the whole point of it was how it was the flow of the it yeah. made the it made the game both harder and much easier like harder to learn yeah. but then much 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 easier once you'd learn it to, to, and, yeah and it really upsets me because I, I would have bought that day one if they kept the controller if it was six buttons that would have been hard don't get me wrong <laughs> but if they made <clears throat> six buttons across the fretboard as the standard when you begin <clears throat> yeah i mean i didn't really get on board with that weird uh touchy bit at the bottom where you oh, solo yeah that was I weird that to, was i never used to use that i just used no. the buttons yeah same i never used to I, get that either i got pretty good at that because if you miss it you still gotta restart or whatever but um <clears throat> yeah it was that really upset me because I was so looking forward. That's so that's forward. that right is a game, um, a game, a, a real life to game adaptation. Guitar Hero, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. If you will, <laughs> thank you. Well, there's actually one called Rocksmith, and Rocksmith. Oh my god! It's like I literally. You, no, wait, wait. You, it's not the same. You plug or you have your guitar plugged into your PlayStation or PC. Oh, or like whatever. an actual guitar. And actually play what's on the screen and it, you learn how to play it, you know, you can do it at like 1% speed or whatever. Oh, and right, learn where okay. the notes go. And then you speed it up, speed it up, and then you actually play yeah, then you what's actually on the screen. play what's going and on. See, that's pretty has, good. I mean, it didn't make much for me because I'd already, not not brang, so I'm not that good, but I'd already, already learned guitar, yes. <laughs> I'd already learned the basics of how to play and how I wanted to learn. And I was a bit set in my ways. I've been playing for like fifteen years, to be fair. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was um, like classic. Was very much. Classic but when it came out, I man did. Didn't want to learn new things. <laughs> I know <laughs> what I'm doing. Kind of. Yeah. Um, I could imagine that. I, I don't really. I mean, I don't really play much anymore. <clears throat> I've 
it's I'm looking at my guitars in the corner of my room now. And they're just sitting there collecting in, dust. In case <laughs> in dust. Dust. They're in they're in bags. I'm not I'm not complete Philistine. But, You're not a barbarian. Yeah. Well, you are, but mm. not not that much of one. No, but anyway, yeah. So um, that yes. is a, it is a, technically a real life to real but life to game adaptation. All games kind of on a whimsical scale like that. Yeah, like I suppose like the skate. Best game ever made. Well, not uh, all because, <laughs> because yeah, oh man, not 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 skate again. Don't bring up skate again. Not not all because Mass Effect, you know, isn't based off um, isn't real life to to game adaptation. No, but that's also sci-fi, which True. is an yeah. adaptation. It's kind of, of really all I play. Real life. <laughs> I just, it's really all I play, watch, and read. <laughs> Quite niche. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you've got a definite kind of. Uh, yeah, I've got a love. Small window yeah. you like to live in. This is true. But, this is true. I know what I like. Someone likes what I know. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I play all the weird indie games and then Guitar Hero and then yeah, I don't exactly. play any AAA games almost whatsoever. <laughs> so, so, so your your um your your example put forward then of a good of a good movie to game adaptation yeah. is Goldeneye on that's the N64 not like the weird remake that they did that's the best one I can think of the best one that you can think of I'm, I'm, there I mean was, I, had, I had a few more but I can't <laughs> I, the money remember Men in Black was terrible <laughs> are you talking about the film or the game <laughs> Don't you dare insult the films. <laughs> or, or, or are you talking no, about the um... the three films? Are great. No, um, I haven't watched International. Apparently, it's quite good. Um, but I haven't watched it. No, I haven't watched it either. Uh, uh, how about Men in Black, the animated series? Do you remember that? that? Is a... do I remember that? <laughs> it was a masterclass and how it was TV. amazing, that... wasn't it? I could watch that now. Yeah, it was but amazing. The acting was great. The characters were great. The art style was superb. Yeah, it was cool, wasn't um, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first episode, where he accidentally kills that random alien, and then like they are all starting to say like, you know, rest in peace, James. He's, they they will kill him. It's like maybe not. It could be today. It could be twenty years from now. And then K goes, <laughs> mm, probably today. <laughs> so brutal. Oh my and god! I, I can hear the. I can still hear the intro music. You know, you know, what I used to like. Right. Speaking of, okay, we're going off a little tangent now. I used to like uh, speaking of animated TV shows off terrible Hollywood films. Yeah. I used Oi. to like. Uh, uh, come on. I used to like. No. no uh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I have okay. no defense. The first one is. Is, is is okay yeah it's, it's quite good the first one and then first they, they slowly get worse hilarious. no and the se- no the third one's great the second one oh. when he when he goes rj okay you used to love getting flushed i remember you saying flush me, flush me and i'd be like no and i'd be like no <laughs> <laughs> we went through a phase of just saying that i'd be like no <laughs> anyway i liked um the godzilla animated tv series did you ever watch that after the no. Awful, Godzilla, nineteen ninety eight. Are you trying to say that? Oh, what was his name? Uh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick, yes. It was terrible. Oh, it was awful. Was it... this after or before he murdered a, a, a woman and a kid? I think it was after, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was. Yes. <laughs> yes it, I think and he paid seventeen dollars in fines or something stupid. Something ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla, nineteen ninety eight. Oh my lord, it was terrible. Matthew Broderick, Nico Totopoulos. <laughs> they had a running joke in it as well, where no one could say his last name because Totopoulos is such a such a complicated name. 
god. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. awful. It was horrendous. It was horrendous. <coughs> and I think I think it was the I think it was it was certainly one of the first films um that I watched as as like a kid and was yeah. like this isn't very good. Do you know what I mean? Really? Do you know do you know do you know when you go through you a phase when you're nine? a kid? Yeah, when you go through a kid when you're a kid like you watch anything and it's all just amazing, isn't it? Like you're just blown away by everything. Sometimes, I still sometimes have that now. Yeah. But I think it it was it was certainly one of the first that I watched and I was like this is this is not very good. I'm trying to think that would be uh, <laughs> is, the first film that I watched. Bad. I would never watch this again. I can't, <clears throat> I can't actually think of... That's a really interesting one. Because Godzilla was terrible. But oh, I don't, awful. I don't remember anything from it because I was young. And 1998 care. Godzilla, you mean? What did I say? Nothing, you just said Godzilla, but you mean Godzilla 1998, not yeah, like yeah. the 2014 Godzilla. I've not seen that one. It's good. You should Obviously. watch it. Obviously, I've, t- I've I've been told, and the new one's apparently meant to be going to be very good as well. Yeah, I want to watch it because I just uh... want to see monsters kick the snot out of each other. <clears throat> Who doesn't want to see that? I mean, it's, I mean, again, that's a shut your mind off film. So you do that. Like, you do yeah. have shut your mind I off. D- films, this then. is true. I do have shut your mind off films. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. by that, and by that logic, you would think that I would quite like probably Transformers. No, if you can shut your mind why off. That's terror. I mean, but... that's a terrible comic. it's Com- awful the tv show brilliant the comics yep never read them no me neither the first film was interesting yeah especially when you know me you know the scene i'm on about when optimus prime leans down to sam witwicky and goes i am optimus prime and I was, oh when they first the meet him we yeah. saw it in the cinema together we did yeah and i yeah, grabbed yeah, you yeah. i remember <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like oh my god yes this is it this is good like, and then optimus yes it is but it's optimus prime Nick. and then it just descended <laughs> didn't it in the next couple then of I films i watched the second film and i literally went oh, this is off i'm telling this off i didn't even yeah, go see was, that um, and then like really Megan Fox obviously had some issues and got herself like plastic surgery and she was gorgeous and then they were like, you know what, nah. And they're like, actually, yeah, she's the main character, but like, nah. And it's like, what? Didn't, didn't she get fired for calling Michael Bay a Nazi or something? I think she 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 might call him sexist or something. Something like know. that, yeah. I watched a um. <laughs> yeah, be more specific. That weird one. No, uh, no, this is a weird one. Sorry. Um, like no. Michael Bay's films, mm. the more explosions in them, the more money they make. It's like a graph. And it's almost identical. It's ridiculous. Then again, there's also the amount of films Nicolas Cage appears in each year correlates with the amount of death per thousands of drowning or something. (laughs) It's like I can believe that. It's just correlating graphs, not. I can believe that. Nick Cage, man. Nick Cage. He's awful. All right. They did make a game of this, and I think the game was absolutely shocking. Transformers. no, 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 they obviously made a game of that, and that didn't work. Because Actually, there, no, there, there is a good Transformers game. There, I mean, there's a terrible there's a terrible Transformers game that's based off the terrible Transformers films. But they brought out one recently where it's all done in the cell shady kind of comic book style, didn't they? Yes. Uh, it's. Uh, I want to say it's called War for Cybertron. But whether that's right or not. Yes, it is War for Cybertron. I played that. It's pretty good. It's all right. Uh, it's, a, you know. it's a fighter, isn't it? A beat-em-up. No, no, no. It's a third-person... It's a third-person shooting melee like action. 
with okay. obviously some vehicle stuff because you know they're transformers <laughs> so, so they transform well, into vehicles obviously. so um, <laughs> it's good though that, it's all right that doesn't count that does count because it's still technically no because it's a comic book they're basing that on. they're going back that, to the source material so no it doesn't yes count. yeah they're basing that on the like the old g1 stuff uh, that one so that doesn't really count but That's they did make anyway. they did make a transformers game based off the terrible transformers movies and that is terrible yeah i played it yeah. and i bought it and i am ashamed i remember you <laughs> buying it i remember you buying it on the uh, xbox 360 yes i'm ashamed <laughs> that that is downstairs in my drawer yeah, <laughs> i'm you know ashamed what? of it i've got two <clears throat> things here like i'm going to go into a bit of what films what games could they make into films? In okay, go on then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but before I do, yep. there's one last terrible game. Yep. But I I know the films are bad, and, um, and I will have no argument on this. Okay, go on The then. Mummy. The <laughs> Mummy 1 and The Mummy 2 were absolutely... As a child, I was, in, I was just completely into them. I there, love The Mummy. There, there, there Frank, is... Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it's got the most wonderful woman in the world in there. Retro Vice, yes. Yes. Max and the Moon is pretty tasty. Indeed. Um, <laughs> like, I literally, when I was a kid, I, that was the thing for me. I was like, which one? I mean, obviously, I was like 13. So hormones everywhere. Yeah, which hormones flying about. Which one would I prefer? The old Egyptian goddessy woman or Rachel Vice, the real woman? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And to this day, I still haven't decided. Rachel Vice, the, the, <laughs> the, the English goddess. Um, I love Rachel. There, there is a mummy, <clears throat> a mummy game. Yeah, I thought there was. PS One. Uh, it, it, yes, it is basically just a um, no PS Two. Sorry, PlayStation Two. Uh, it is basically just a Tomb Raider knockoff. That's, that's really all it is. It's literally no, just no. Tomb Raider, but terrible graphics. No, there was the mummy on PS One. Oh, was like, there as the well? One. I didn't play. The, I didn't play the second one. Oh. Um, and um, it got. I mean, the Metacritic got bombed, but the eBay is like 4.9 out of 5, 4.2 out of 5. Oh, my these lord. Are like, it's these, not going to be that these good. These are on, like, Emu Paradise, you know, oh, and eBay. Metacritic, oh. 55%. I mean, again, it came out in the year 2000, so yeah, I was 11-ish. Oof. I mean, yeah. Oof. I remember it now. Or, I, mean, I literally want to think, awful PlayStation games, The Mummy Review. <laughs> I will definitely watch that later. It was dreadful. Oh. The Mummy, oh, yes, terrible. One. Another what? one I just thought of. What, what? Go on. I only played the demo of it. Um, yeah, go on. Bruce Bruce Willis is it. it basically. Oh, <gasps> Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard no. Vendetta. I oh, played no, that Die one. Hard. The first, the, the rail shoot of Die Hard. I played that demo. That was great. That's there you go. That's I don't know that one. It's a rail shooter. It's a rail like um like Terminator. When Terminator came out, they made that a rail shoot on the Sega, and oh, that was brilliant. No. no, 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 no. On no. Look at Terminator. Oh, Terminator P. Uh, Sega Mega Drive. And you, it's it's a rail shooter with the little crosshairs. Terminator, really Sega Mega Drive. Okay. Yeah. Oh right, yes, I know it now. I played that so much. Never won it because I was a kid. <clears throat> but <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah. Oh my god, they're all coming back to me now. Die Hard Vendetta. That is awful. <laughs> no, it's not that one. <laughs> it was on the GameCube, uh, and it was terrible. <laughs> Bruce Willis video games. What the hell was it? You basically you ran through it. Yeah. Apocalypse. I think it was Apocalypse. Die Hard Apocalypse. Is that what? It is? No, it's just called Apocalypse. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's uh, based I, on. I can't just Google uh, Apocalypse. Just Bruce Willis Apocalypse. Come on. Bruce Willis Apocalypse. 
It's a third-person shooter video game released on the PlayStation, developed by Neversoft. It features actor Bruce Willis who provides the main character likeness and voice. It was the first original game by oh. Neversoft prior to launching the Tony Hawk franchise. I just want to see it. I think, I think it's that one. Yeah, because basically what happens, it's really weird. You run through the level and you have your guns, but you can shoot your guns in any direction as opposed to where you're facing. So like, hey, that sounds mental. What do you mean? Yeah, it, we, like, can, we can just like gun Carter. Yeah, it's sort of like so. You've got two pistols in your hand. You can point them forward, point them left, point them right, point them up, point them down. But you're still facing forwards. Right. Oh, okay. That game, I, I don't think it wasn't based, on, it's, but it's not based on a. It just had Bruce like Willis a, in it. Yeah, I couldn't think. I didn't know if it was a like a. Yeah, based like off something. Film yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Again, it was '98 had... came out. Because <laughs> we're going back to the days where demo discs were the only way you could play new games. Ah, oh, classic demo discs. I love. I had. I used to love one. demo discs. I demo disc forty three, which is purple, and then I got forty nine, which is green, or sixty some of that was green. Um, I used, used to, to love play demo it. discs. Well, because I I'm coming from a family of three three of I got three brothers. We couldn't really afford to have a game or whatever each, so they get us a demo disc, mm. and we just play. Like, I remember getting a demo disc and I put Pro Evolution Soccer on it, the first Pro Evolution wow. Soccer. Pro Evo and, and, and it really was really good. Mate, I had International Superstar Soccer Pro, which was what PES is now was back before it was PES. PES. That's what we call it. Whenever, whenever you say Pez, I always think of like those Spencer. little sweet, yeah, Pez dispenser, little yep. sweets. <laughs> oh my god! And not the horrendous company called Konami. No, but uh, no, yeah, no, no, I never think of that. And I, and I remember because we could only play one half of it. So what you'd do is you play the half. Whoever mm. was winning when it got into extra time, we'd stop it, restart the match, and then do it. Because if you stopped it, you have to go all the way back to the main menu. You have to go all the way back out. Right. So we restart <laughs> the same match again and play again. Uh, and just keep half. playing. Yeah, so we don't even do a half. I see, I see. Like, but you have very to get good. creative nowadays. You don't get that. I mean, you can get free to play games. It's very, anyway. very rare now that you get demos. <clears throat> we get open betas. We get are, open betas. We finish yeah. the game, but we want to make sure that people, you know, don't hate it first. It's the hype. It's to build the hype train, isn't it? Open betas. Oh. That's all it is. It's to build uh, the hype. Devolver Digital released their E3 uh, trailer this year, and it was hilarious. Have you seen them? No. Devolver Digital every year do a their E3 press conference, but it's not at yeah. E3. They were, they, took, they didn't get invited one year, so they made their own. <laughs> and, then they so... just, and then they one <laughs> one time they sat in, they did it in the car park. Wow. Like they're mental, but they're, they're like an indie publisher. But right. So Enter the Gungeon, which if our friend Patrick is here, he'd say you know it's a good Enter game. Enter the Gungeon. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always Enter going on about that. Yeah. Enter the Gungeon is a really good roguelike, hard, but really good roguelike, mm. and that's made by a company called Dodgeball Games. It was published by Devolver Digital. Ah. Downwell, which is a Downwell is what came out on the phones and stuff. That's another great one. Right. Um, they've worked on loads. Absolver was probably their worst game and it was still good. Absolver. Like, mainly yeah. Hotline Miami. Nope. You heard of that? Nope. Wow. That is like brilliant. Top down, gory as hell. You gotta clear rooms by killing everyone in the room without nice. getting killed. Oh it's Doors it's... and corners. But you're looking top down. Yeah, so you have to kind of work out where you're going. It's yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty cool. It's all like in that kind of pixel art kind of way. Yeah, they make they publish those sort of games. They publish indie games, uh, and they're they're a right laugh. And they don't put microtransactions in their games. And they take last year they did their press conference and they sold an actual physical meaningless coin 
Like it was like a coin that you know, if you're buying games to buy other things, you know, yeah. you can buy this currency right now and it's worth literally. And she'd like swear she swore a lot. I love her. <laughs> Nina Struthers is the character's name, and uh, she would okay. and like they sold them, but at the end of it, she got like shot to pieces <laughs> because she killed. She she thought she well, the guy that they we thought was dead from the first press conference press conference comes back and kills her in the second press conference and the third one she's just a, she's a vegetable so they're doing it inside her mind what it, this sounds this sounds yeah, unbelievable typing, after we've done this watch devolver digital press conference e3 2016 <clears throat> uh, 2017 2018 and 2019 it sounds and crazy you have to when you see them remember i had to wait a year between each one yeah, <laughs> they yeah. are so good this makes this it's mental the latest one they took the mick out of a uh, nintendo direct like, oh, instead, right, of, yeah. instead of having one E3 press conference every year, we'll just have directs where we can just say whatever we want, releasing whatever we want. They just released a game on Steam that is eight of their own games, but they're bootleg versions. Like, <laughs> rip-offs. What? Enter the gun dungeon, stompy <laughs> down foot, and stuff like that. Wow. And they, I mean, it's like three, four quid, and it's a joke. Wow. Like, every, people who bought it are aware that it's not Yeah, actually. yeah. That it's they not are actually games, game. but yeah, it, yeah. they're but not like... Not... Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. You can play them, but apparently they just get to a point where it's like, yeah, the joke's over. But they yeah. released that, and it's called uh, uh, Devolver Bootleg or something wow. like that. They're wow. mad. But they're, they're a really good company like that, and wow. apparently they're really good with their staff. Cool. But, um, cool. Yeah. That no, was, uh, I'll check that definitely out. check that out. It's so funny. Nina Struthers is awesome as well. Like her language. In the first one, she's like she's just doing like her spiel, and then obviously going <laughs> bow your knees to your fucking god or something like that. <laughs> Well, I'll check. It, I'll check it out. Weird. What were Very we talking surreal. about? We're talking about uh, game, movie, um, game yeah, adaptations. Mummy, and then it was Bruce Mummy, Willis, Die Hard. Bruce Willis. I don't think there's a. I don't think. I think it works better the other way, like movie to game. It seems to. Yeah, um, um, but I think Spider Man Two. That was good. Spider Man. I mean, the film was okay. No, yeah, that's the film's, the best, that the, is the, the best Spider Man. Apparently, I've not. I've watched it once. That's the best Spider-Man of the right. original. Yes, three. of the Sam Raimi trilogy. Yeah, it's the best one. Uh, and, but the game was pretty and the good. Game was I remember super playing it. Well, well you yeah. can swing around and go down to the base level and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Tons to do. And yeah. then they made another one that had none of that. Then again, the new Spider-Man. Apparently it's amazing. Spider-Man that's yeah. kind of based kind of based on Homecoming, but not. It's, it's yeah. again based on the comic more than the TV show, but mm. by the film. But it is also, if it wasn't for the... Oh, my mouse has died. Um, if it wasn't for the, uh, if it wasn't for the films, you Success, know, having that resurgence, yeah. they wouldn't have bothered. I wouldn't have thought, because <laughs> Sony have now leased back the license to Marvel, mm. so now Sony don't have to make any. I mean, Sony did make or did well, they're yeah, they're they're kind of like joint now, aren't they? So yeah, it's good. They, Sony still own it, but Sony yeah, now said <clears throat> yeah. you can have the IP, we get money from it, which is yeah, better for Sony because that yeah. means. They, they're not going to keep ruining the Spider-Man franchise. I always find it really... How can you possibly ruin such an e- easy-to-make franchise? It's because... Peter Parker, oh, he's sad now. Oh, he's happy now. Oh, he's sad now. It's, it's, it's that. It's, it's, because, it's because when individual studios have, like, one or two heroes... So, like, look at Fox and X-Men. They've tried to just cram, like, Dark Phoenix, like the new Dark Phoenix film that's out... <clears throat> Dark Phoenix is like it, 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 it was a long story in the comics it didn't just happen like it went over a couple of years like she had Phoenix pa- Jean Grey had Phoenix powers for a, a long time but they 
are intent on just cramming like the Dark Phoenix storyline into just like one movie and it's like studios that don't know what to do with superheroes go um, right well this storyline was successful let's make a film of it or this storyline was successful let's also put it in that film they don't they don't ever try and t look at the the heart of the stories and look at what they actually mean like Civil War like the Marvel Civil War films uh, film is obviously nothing to do with the comic Civil War like it's a totally different storyline but it's an adaptation of it where they've gone okay we want to do this Civil War concept but how would it make sense in our in the MCU oh. Oh, yeah, because now it's the MCEU as opposed to the or whatever MCU. it's called. Yeah. Or no, it's the MCEU, not the MCCU. Or whatever. Because uh, it's Marvel Comics Extended Universe or something, and then it's Marvel Comic Universe. Is it just MCU? Marvel Cinematic Universe? No, I think it's EU. I think no, it's isn't it DCEU? Hmm? Isn't it DCEU? Might be. But that's um, got no official name either, so who the hell knows what that's called? If it is even around anymore, because who knows? Are they just making well, random mean, films now? I mean, Warner Brothers owns Batman. They um, own they own all the DC characters. Do they own all of them? Mm -hmm. They own them and all. And they still can't get it right. Yeah, they own them all. Marvel have to deal with Sony going. Well, we want to make money as well, and we want to put a video game. Yeah. Although to be fair, the video game that came out had no microtransactions. I think. True. Oh, that was really high. I don't think there. it did. I don't think it did. Um, <laughs> But so, but Sony Sony have now they've seen the light, haven't they? And they've gone right. Okay, well you know how to make good films. We've got this character. We don't want to give up this character. So you mm. can have him and make films with him. But we'll also make films with other Spider-Man characters that may or may not be great. <clears throat> Venom. And but we'll also yeah. But we'll also oh. get a cut of the, you know, a cut of the, of the of the profit as well. So they've made like that deal. Made like that alliance. Um, Oh my god, I'm thinking about it. As far as universes go, doesn't Tom Hardy being in both, technically, if you're a mega nerd like we are, I think doesn't that, doesn't that technically mean that Tom Hardy is both Bane and Venom, so he's now the bridge of two universes. <laughs> so now they technically exist in the same universe. Well, he's... I mean, does that is it the character that does that or is it the the actor because if i put robert downey jr as batman now people go he's iron man i mean they are the same character essentially but like it would be oh i see what you mean so no i don't think so with tom hardy because tom hardy is venom not canon tom hardy well tom hardy's venom isn't part of this new dc run of films well, tom, tom, uh, tom hardy's bane sorry is not yeah. part of these new dc films it was only part of the christopher christopher nolan batman films and also we're not 100 percent clear on where venom sits in the mcu if he even does so we don't really know I mean, who just i mean marvel have to come out and say if it's canon or not i mean I yeah i think they will um it depends it depends doesn't it i think uh, sony obviously would very much like it to be um just so they can have continuity across all films um but, yeah, but if they're not going to play play ball with disney on that one then what's going to happen well i think it's more disney playing it's i think disney will have the will have the end say won't they they're not going to say I mean. yeah i don't know if i was disney i wouldn't want venom in my universe it's just a lot of hassle it's not a it's not a great film like it's it's okay it's passable but it's not great 
technically the Hulk and the the first Hulk film with Ed Norton is canon. Yeah, but Disney don't have a choice in that because that was made before they came along. They don't, they don't have a choice, do they? That was well, they made by the they was that was made with into the Marvel universe, but under Paramount or whoever they were under before. Yeah. Um, Universal. Yeah, universe, whoever. So they don't have much of a choice, Disney, in that because it was made by, made by Marvel. So it's kind of like they've bought the franchise and you have to take its baggage with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like its illegitimate kids with it. When Disney took it over, so I suppose Disney took it over. Did Disney take it over before the new Marvel art, or did it take it over? After? I think they took it. Hulk. I think they took it over after the first Avengers, didn't they? Oh, okay. In that case, yeah, then I get it. They, they can't really get rid of that. Yeah, they can't. Story. They can't get rid of it. It's it's. it's I mean, like, they could have retconned. I mean, they they could have. JJ Abrams and the other guy happily doing it to Star Wars every oh, five seconds. Currently seven. destroying the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. Um, I thought Episode Seven was all right. I yeah, it was good. okay, but it was just a remake of New Hope. It was literally yeah, but, just New Hope. And then the second one did some wacky stuff. I didn't see it yet, but. You haven't the, seen the next episode eight, Last yeah, Jedi. It's awful. Yeah, Last Jedi because it, it, it apparently it's it doesn't fit, and then it's awful. It's, it's and then really in episode bad. nine, it's like lol Palpatine, and you're like, uh, do it. I'll yeah, do it. And it's like, do it. Do it. <laughs> it's like, okay, Palpatine, why are you back? Yeah, and it's like JJ Abrams has just gone. Nah, I mean the fact that JJ Abrams took the Star Trek films to get the Star Wars films. And yeah. the Star Trek films are okay? They're not. Mm, they're okay sci-fi oh. films. They're not good Star Trek films. If Again, you can, you if gotta, you can you disconnect them from the rest of bit. Star Trek, then you can you can kind of get on board with them. But they're still not I'm great films. The end of it anyway, because of the lens flare. But, well, yeah. yes. <laughs> Too much lens flare. JJ I'm blind. Got a huge problem with lens flare. Yeah, it's like Michael Bay and his explosions. I mean, why would there be lens flare in space? It makes no why sense. Would be, why would there be lens cameras? flare? I can't talk and about it's a shame it. Because it makes I me angry. Quite, I mean, J.J. Abrams um, did the TV series Fringe, and I absolutely adored that first. Yeah. All but last season. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was, I only watched the first season. Oh, it was it was brilliant. And the guy that's in there, the first season we talked about before, the best. Yes. Voice. It got it got annoying to John Noble. It got annoying yep. to me Fringe because they spent too long with the whole is it is it magic or is it science or is it sci-fi or is it grounded in reality what's happening do they have psychic powers do they not yeah but make a decision is it one or the other mate make a decision (laughs) mate it was about fringe science yeah but i think you're setting rules i think you're setting rules here that they did explain it was just it was just it was it was weird to me like the whole thing either make it one or the other because you spent this i understand it's fringe science or whatever and that's fine like make it make it fringe and make it like it can still be fringe and it still be a real thing like people having psychic powers and whatever you know it can be on the very border of it and they don't know how to do things with it and things like that and they're they're still not sure but uh, depending on how sci-fi to sci-fan you want to go, so science mm. fiction, science fantasy, yeah, 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 yeah. how many leaps of faith you're going to take? So if you're going, I think, mm. and this is me, especially with well, the book I'm writing, but mm. the, <laughs> I want to take as little leaps of faith as possible 
Yeah. But you have to take some to make. So you want to make a grounded story. I mean, it's like. So you... I'll give you a. I'll give you a thing at the moment. Um, it's called building Earth, and we want to build an Earth in space. Whatever. Because um, we're going off to uh, Proxima Centauri is too far away. Mars is. Mars. It's it's already been and gone. Is the the sort of idea that people think Mars already think okay. it's already had its civilization died lost its atmosphere right and now okay. it's just a hunk of red dirt yeah that's the that's one of the things behind mars yeah and then you've got um like reversing climate change through using chemicals in the atmosphere which yeah isn't going to work and then this idea is to build an entire earth and it is feasible with a couple leaps of faith yeah and that's my issue at the moment i've got to bring it down the biggest leap of faith i've got to take mm. and this is one that I think I'm justified in because it is a big topic. Is the space elevator? Have you ever heard of the space? Yeah, elevator? yeah, yeah. I think, mate. Yeah, yeah, of course I know about space elevators. Yeah. So <laughs> that is the first leap of faith you've got to take because if you can get the stuff into space through the elevator, you're not ripping the air. Ozo, you're not using fuel. Mm. We're going to save millions. We can then start. Yeah, I I'm not going to go into any further than that because it's my book. But well, um, space elevators are a, a perfectly, you know, legitimate thing that could be not, could be made. But they're not. But, practical um I, i've got to research a bit more but my leap of faith will be a new compound of metal that will allow okay. it to happen but that it's got to be light enough it's got to be light enough that it doesn't just fall under its own weight it's also got to be strong enough that it doesn't collapse under its own weight yeah one of course a potential black hole and it will just kill millions of people nice. but <laughs> I, um, think... I mean it can be tethered to space by satellites it, it doesn't matter that's irrelevant but my point is i'm gonna have to take that faith and i think all sci-fi does that yeah but when you yeah. get science fantasy is where you don't set it in reality so star wars is a perfect example of science fantasy yeah um the light beams don't make sense the laser the lightsabers are awesome i love them yeah but they don't make, but they don't sense. make sense why does no. light stop at a foot or yeah. two feet away from your face but yeah, you could argue oh well they have you know the midichlorians and they control uh, the force, so they actually keep the laser down. You're like, oh, that can be explained. That's one faith. That makes sense. And then no you sense, got, oh, but that has to do the force. I know, but you've got to do the force. Yeah. With, I think the difference there between Star Wars and Star Trek, completely different conversation we're having now. But mm. the yes, difference between Star Wars and Star Trek is that with Star Trek, you're giving it a lot of scrutiny, being a science fiction. When you watch Star Wars, mm. you go, it's a, it's an action film set with space swords. Let's be honest. Yeah. And aliens that make no sense. And, you know, why yeah. is that alien shaped like an elephant, but he lives on the planet of the same hospitality as ours? Did yeah. elephants become the dominant species? You don't ask those questions because. Yeah. But you even. You can't ask those questions in, that, in those films. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting, interesting topic to talk about a whole sci fi and science fantasy and, and all that and, and worlds that take liberties with with uh you know universes that take liberties with you know the laws of physics and uh which and is something that. that we we're very much against kind of like we're very much a it, you've got to be able yeah. to explain everything not yeah. everything has to be explained but almost everything has i mean to be you can explain it with some kind of sci-fi whimsical you know nonsense but something has to have an explanation it can't be just because of because just because yeah, that's cause, the reason cause, i mean because plot is one of the yeah oh my god i hate but, that but when if it's a, like an action film again, I know it's it's not really fair to say, but an Arnie film or sort of the new Rambo, or, no, mm. is it new Rambo with Sylvester Stallone? Yes. Um. Yeah. He uh. 
you're like, oh, it's a Rambo film. I don't care if he gets stabbed seven times in the chest and keeps running at people. Yeah, yeah. You're not watching it to go, well, actually, for, for, for its realism. Yeah. You're watching it for escapism. Yeah. Um, but it yeah. depends on how it's presented. Like, Star Trek is presented that way. And there are things in Star Trek that don't make sense, like fire in space. Yeah, just, yeah the way everything just explodes randomly in space. And there's just fire and, everywhere. And, uh, <laughs> actually, why, why would anyone even have space battles? Because it would just well, be, it would be too lethal. It's it's, like, it's the, it, it would never no one would ever win. It's it's the, it's the realism. You get of, a puncture in your ship, you're you're gonna die. Well, it's like it, you should you should watch the Expanse because that is very very grounded sci-fi. Like when they have space battles in the Expanse, like yeah. it, it, you know physics are taken into account. Like if you get hit by a railgun in the Expanse, just just a glancing hit will disable your ship or even destroy your ship. Like you can't yeah. take, um, you know, multiple railgun hits. You can't take multiple torpedo hits. You hit one torpedo and you're dead, in your ship. And they even when they go into like knife fight ranges, that's still hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of meters between the ships. You know, they they have these battles over extreme ranges, like you would in in real life. In in a real life space battle, the battle would be over. You know thousand hundred thousand kilometers and whatever what defines that as a you know oh is that the laws of physics is that just your yes. theory yes that... no that's it's it's very so grounded in in, in, the laws in of reality physics would say, you know a fight would take over 10 miles as opposed to 10 yeah yards. yeah because because in a in space you've got no cover you've got essentially you've got your spaceship which is kicking out heat radiation light far more than its surrounding so you can't hide it's not like in a naval battle now where you can hide behind an island or you can hide beyond the horizon. You can't do that in space. You literally are seen the moment like you come into range of sensors. Like you are seen. Um unless you've got some like whimsical stealth technology or, or some or some stuff. But you know, it's 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 those kind of those kind of ranges and, and if in reality when you'd have space battles it would be like two ships just like flying at each other's extreme ranges popping off shots at each other with like huge guns that could just lob stuff but they I wouldn't even they, and they, they wouldn't they, even they, be megadly powerful either because if you think about it no drop off yeah there's no drop off there's no resistance there's nothing you just fire well, a bullet and by the time it if you're yes. having a space battle defending your planet and you take a shot, then obviously the gravity of the planet is going to take into effect. Yeah, yeah, but I mean just you in deep space, when you don't have to okay. worry about that kind of thing. You know, right. it would just be two ships at each other's extreme ranges just, like, popping off shots at each other. Or they would be travelling so fast, they wouldn't even... You couldn't look out a window and see it. You'd have to use, like a submarine, you'd have to use sensors and you'd have to use a detection method. And they would just fly past each other like going at extreme speeds to try and try and get each other so what's the leap of faith in the expanse then is it a light speed travel or no there's no light speed in the expanse either with the expanse the leap of the leap of faith i should say is they've got an an engine that allows them to make the trip from earth to jupiter in like a couple of months so right. it's like they don't even have artificial gravity in uh in the expanse they make their gravity via spin stations so spin stations, stations that spin yeah. 
or like in Babylon Five, like Babylon it? Five, yeah, 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 like Babylon Five, <clears throat> or yeah. they have linear gravity on their ships, so their ships are designed like, um, like, uh, like a skyscraper where you have floors, and the engines are at the bottom, right. so they're like a building, and when the engine goes to full burn or burns at with enough thrust to be one g of thrust, you then <laughs> get gravity, or you then get Earth-like gravity on your ship. Yeah. So that's how they make their gravity. And it's all about like ships, they they go at like one G burn to the halfway point, then they flip over and then they decelerate using the same engine to get the other half of the, the journey. And it's things like that. It's just right. I, I suppose the leap of faith then is well how do they how do they survive this engine that can burn at like twenty Gs and that would obviously kill someone. So they have a they have a drug that allows their allows the human body ah, to, yeah, yeah. So to, to to survive the, the g the... yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um and you know they've got super efficient engines that don't require liquid fuel they have like fuel rods or uh, well I suspect they are fuel rods rather than liquid fuel and things like that so the, it, there's, there's a little bit more technology there but it's feasible technology that you could see we yeah, would it's, develop it's in, a, in a graspable yeah yes yeah and, drug thing probably not yeah it's it's that is the that is your leap of faith there in that yes you could create a drug that would allow There's you to survive for it, but i can't think what it is it's um, like suspension of disbelief suspension of disbelief so. yeah 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 you have to have that <clears> in like, most things in most things. yeah so i think yeah. i think i like the term i know I, i've coined it today and i think it is a thing that but every you know a leap of faith you've got to kind of just accept something has got to be different for this yes. universe to differentiate from it. i mean yeah. obviously in my book i'm not going to name any potential companies but i'm going to have spin-off names like instead yeah. of tesla i'm going to go with ben j and the reason why i'm going for ben j is because of benjamin franklin's the first person to uh, like you know okay. harness electricity yep. as opposed to tesla who was yep. the first person to use electricity yeah little yep. little nods like that okay but i i think that that is okay um because mm. you can see parallels as long as you don't actively point out the parallels in the book people will make the assumptions and they'll piece it you've got their to, own world you've got to you've got to do it yeah, you've you've got to do it like the expanse and like the way you're doing is you've got to have it you've got to have it feasible and you've got to have it grounded in reality to some not extent. Not all science fiction has to be. No, not all science fiction has like to be. Alien is science fiction. But yeah. Like Alien, Alien, not Aliens. That's an action film. But Alien <laughs> is yeah. science fiction. But even Aliens makes sense. Even yeah, like, though that is like there's technology in there that ain't going to happen. Uh, I mean, well, I mean like, like, like the big tip well yeah but they have that in Alien as well it's the way of getting around the fact that you don't have faster than light or you don't have something that can get you between solar systems in a reasonable amount of time so okay yeah. you have cryostasis I mean but cryostasis is just something that we just don't have I mean I even touched yeah. about that in the book that we do have a form of cryostasis to the molecule to the atom to the particle we don't have it to the, the person yeah. You yeah. can't you can't lower a person's temperature, core temperature, and they're and they're and they survive down and then, <laughs> and then bring them back up. Yeah, there's probably a level you can get to, but it's not. You need to be physically, you need to be basically dead. Yeah, and then brought back. And then yeah. obviously, I've been watching a lot of philosophy stuff recently online, um, right, on uh, YouTube, and uh, it has brought up a lot of these kind of quandaries of if a person dies, you know, if a person's put in right, well, the, the actual thing is, you've got two teleporters, one here, one on Mars. And it can teleport your particles. I was just your, thinking that, yeah. At the is it still the same person like. when and they finish it, teleporting? It depends yeah. on what you, 
you class as a human or a person. Yeah. And the thing that I find I, I, is the mind you know, over the body. It's a really cool one, actually. Um, of, of these kind of, you know, philosophers love analogies and dilemmas. Mm. And uh, is you've got two people, you and somebody else. And yeah. there's a mad scientist, because obviously there is. And obviously. He says he's going to swap all your memories, all your consciousness, all your brain, everything you've ever done from your brain into person B, yep. and person B's into your body. Mm. So, right there. And then he's going to torture one of you. The other person is going to get a million pounds. Who do you give the million pounds to? Do you give it to yourself? Your bo- or do you give it to your body? To your body or, or, you, to you. or do you give it to your mind? Yeah. And that will show you where people fall on the whole are you a person thing. Yeah. I would give it to person B because I'm going to be living in person B's body. So even though I'm not person B. Yeah, you're, you're in that body. Aren't you? Yeah. The people externally will not see me as person as person A anymore. They'll see me as person B. So I'll be living their life. Yeah. But I, it will be me. So I, I would. And that's the con. Like, where do you call the line? Yeah. And that's the sort okay. of thing you have to think about. So if you bring yeah. someone's temperature down to sixty some degrees, and you bring uh, Fahrenheit, mm. and you bring uh, their heart down to one beat per minute, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you resuscitate them in six months. Are they still the same person? Because they've technically yeah. been dead for six months. Is that is their yeah. consciousness going to work? Are they going to be brain dead? Oh, well, Which is yeah. why I'm doing the building Earth as opposed to traveling out to find a place. traveling. Yeah, because it's, okay. it's going to take hundreds of years to get anywhere, or months and months and months to get anywhere that might yeah. have nothing. We yeah. don't have months. That's that's my and that's why I think it's important to world build from the ground, and that's mm. why I think it's easier to do it. And I genuinely think it's easier to world build in our own sort of understanding of physics. Yeah, well, you've got reference then, haven't you, to the real world? And it makes it more yeah. understandable, which is why I don't yeah. particularly like... It's not the right word. I like science fantasy. Who doesn't? It's just yeah. time. But yeah. it, it, I would rather watch... Even saying that, I, I, I'm not as bad as... Let's be honest, you are very much rigid on laws and regulations. And yeah, I, it has I to make am, sense. And you can't go outside And I'll those. always go back to the film, It Follows. Mm. You know, that is the perfect rendition of, here's a simple rule, we keep to it. And you're yeah. like, yeah. wow, that works. Yeah, it's when, it's when Whereas, films go outside of their own rules and you're like, well, that doesn't make sense in that universe that you've made. You can make the rules whatever you like. It's just stick to them. Do you know what <clears> yeah. Um, but that's where science fantasy and science fiction differ because science fantasy will go, oh, this rule exists now. They never said it didn't exist, but now it exists. Science yeah. fiction, if they went, oh, this rule exists now, people would be like, wait, hang on, that can't exist. I know we've just gone on a yeah. massive tangent. We though. really have, yeah. So, I mean, how, um, long is this, how long has this episode been going on for? <laughs> we've been talking for at least half an hour, I think, about um, uh, <laughs> grounding like, stories in reality. Have we done like an hour? Yes, we've yet? done an hour, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll do them before we wrap it up here. Then. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, I, so... I can't um, what we're going to discuss next episode, but... <laughs> uh, I don't know, uh, the Resident Evil franchise, uh, I think it was. No. But, uh, yes, it was. Uh, so, <laughs> so um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, you can get me on uh, on Twitter, at, at the main Nick. that's my personal account. You can get the show at, at podallthings. Um and yeah i think that's it and on reddit if you want to go on discussion is at irrelevant pod so not at sorry it's r slash at irrelevant pod <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh no also one more thing you can email the show if you want to at all thing uh, at at you can email the show <laughs> what are we doing all things relevant at gmail.com and uh i'll pick up any emails there uh exciting news actually joe uh, we are now approved for iTunes, so in the next couple Yay! of days, our episodes will be going up. They're already on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, all that good stuff. But soon you will start seeing them on iTunes, and they will be going up in the next couple of days. And you'll be able to search for it and find it. So that's, that's all good. Relief. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Apple, Apple just take their time. So yeah, but they did say yes. They did say yes. Yeah. So in the next couple I mean, of days, did, they have to, did you have to submit one for them to listen to or something? I don't even know how it works. I don't know. I think you, you, you. I don't. I, I very much doubt someone listens to it. You, you submit it essentially. You submit your URL, um, not your URL. Sorry, your RSS feed, um, from your hosting. We use Anchor. So, and then they, they probably just legitim like legitimize that RSS feed. Like make sure that that's legitimate and it's not some you know robot or you know horrible mm. virus or something so you know just make sure it's okay and you have to have certain things like a description a name tags um artwork and it just makes it all legitimate and they just make sure that you're you know a legitimate caster so brilliant they have well, decided we are so we're all good super well thank you very yeah. much for everyone listening and we'll see you in the next episode yeah we'll see you later when we work out what that was again yes <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Peace and love y'all. Bye. Bye.